Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. You might call it one of the Bay Area's high holy days. Thousands gather in Golden Gate Park on 420, April 20th. And right at 4.20 in the afternoon, revelers light up a celebratory smoke. A massive amount of cannabis smoke in the middle of the park. This time, on this day, is sacred to some stoners, who for decades have been using the term 420 as a code term for pot. I live near Golden Gate Park, so... Very aware of how many people congregate there on 420. This is Bay Curious listener Jess Lyons. She grew up in Marin County. And had always kind of heard the rumor that some students at San Rafael High School um, had started meeting at the time of 420 um, after school and to smoke marijuana. And Jess heard it was these students who essentially coined the term 420. It sounds like the kind of high school folklore that might not be true. So Jess wants to know... Did 420 originate in the Bay Area? I'm Olivia Allen Price. This is Bay Curious, the podcast where we answer your questions about anything and everything in the Bay Area. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hi there, I'm Randal Delfettah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. All right, so Jess wants Bay Curious to find out if 420 does, in fact, have roots in the Bay Area. I have just the person to help me on this one. That would be me. Emmanuel Hapsis is the co-host of The Cooler, which is my favorite pop culture podcast. Full disclosure, I may or may not have slipped Olivia a crisp Hamilton to say that. Shh, don't tell. Before we tell everyone about the true origins of 420, let's debunk a few myths you may have heard. 420, it's like the police code for pot, right? Nope. Lies. Liza Minnelli. Although 420 is used by cops in some places, it has nothing to do with drugs. Doesn't it refer to the number of chemical compounds in cannabis? 
That would be really clever, but it's totally wrong. Does it have to do with the birth or death of Bob Marley? Eh, wrong. And not Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, or Adolf Hitler either. All are rumors, none of them true. Wait, Adolf Hitler? Really? Talk about a buzzkill. Ugh. So, Olivia, let's get to the facts. Okay. We did some digging for our question asker, Jess, and the story she's heard checks out. 420 does come from the Bay Area. Go us. Woo! The story goes something like this. It's 1971, and there's a group of guys nicknamed the Waldos. Well, there's myself, Waldo Dave Reddix. There's Waldo Steve Capper, Waldo Jeff Noel, Waldo Larry Schwartz, and then there's Waldo Mark Gravich. If you were counting, yes, that's five Waldos in total. We're all good friends, and we used to hang out on this wall in the middle of Santa Fe High School on campus, and that's why we're called the Waldos. Waldo Dave tells us that he and his friends were the jokesters of the school. They were always laughing, playing pranks, impersonating strangers, and generally having a good time. And they got high. A lot. We were the guys under the high school grandstands during the Friday night football game. Then we were smoking a doobie. Then there was that time in Disneyland. And that time on the highway. The car looked like Cheech and Chong all smoked out. The Waldos would go on these unofficial field trips after school. Basically, piling into a blue Chevy, getting high, and going somewhere interesting. Like to see hologram technology in Silicon Valley. One day, the Waldos got a tip from a high school friend about some marijuana plants. Ripe for the picking. A few guys in the Coast Guard based out in Point Reyes were growing the crop. Here's Waldo Steve Capper. For some reason, somehow they thought that their commanding officer was going to bust them. They didn't want to get busted. They decided, oh, we're going to abandon this growing project. The Coast Guardsmen drew up a crude map of roughly where the marijuana plants were. A treasure map, if you will. And it ended up in the hands of the Waldos. It was a no-brainer. I mean, we're 16 years old, 17 years old. We have no money. It's free weed. No-brainer. Now the friends had a mission. We decided we'd meet at 4.20 p.m. on the campus of San Rafael High School in front of the statue of Louis Pasteur. You know Louis Pasteur, the scientist who invented pasteurization. Now, exactly why there's a statue of Louis Pasteur on campus, that's another story. But back to this one. We'd meet there at 4.20. We'd get high. We'd hop into Steve's 66 uh, uh, Impala with a killer eight-track stereo, and we'd drive out there, and we'd search for this patch. On their first trip out to Point Reyes, a swing and a miss. There were no plants to be found, so they tried again. And again? And again. We would remind each other in the hallways all day long. We'd see each other in the hallways. We'd go, 420 Louis. Meet at Louis Pasteur at 420. After a few weeks, we just dropped Louis. And we just see each other, and you, you smile, and you go, 420. After weeks of searching, the Waldos abandoned their hunt for the mythical marijuana patch. But the code 420 stuck around. It was useful. We started using 420 as a code for weed that we could use around our teachers, parents, cops, anybody. They didn't know what it was. It was our own little secret code. For a while, 420 was just a Waldos thing, an inside joke among the five guys. But soon, other students at San Rafael High started to pick up on it. Eventually, it made its way to the Grateful Dead, who were up in Moran at the time. What in the world ever became a sweet Jane? The Waldos had a few connections to the band. Waldo Dave's brother was managing Phil Lesh's side bands, and Waldo Mark's dad 
help them with real estate. The, the Grateful Dead had a rehearsal hall in San Rafael, and we used to go there and uh, shoot baskets outside the rehearsal hall because the, the doors would be open, they'd be practicing, we'd get high and listen to them playing music. It was, it was awesome. Once the dead started saying 420, it was here to stay. Finding the origin of a word or slang term can be a murky business. We needed proof. When we ask for it, Waldo Steve brings out a three-inch binder stuffed with laminated pages. We've got actual physical evidence proof that we were using that term decades before anybody who knew what it was. The binder was kind of like a scrapbook. There were letters proving they used 420 in the 70s. There was a very trippy art project and other random odds and ends from their high school and college years. Here's a newspaper, a Santa Fe High School newspaper from, uh, again, early 70s. Last year, the Oxford English Dictionary took a hard look at all of this Waldo evidence, and now their online dictionary entry for 420 credits students from San Rafael. We called Jess, our question asker, and let her know the Waldo story is legit. That's hilarious. Yeah. I had no idea. And that's so Marin. I'm I sure know. there's still some kids doing that. <laughs> Checking out a stash somewhere. Thanks for investigating. Thank you, Jess Lyons, for your question. There is so much more to the adventure Emmanuel Hapsis and I had reporting this story. And you can find it in this week's episode of The Cooler. If you've ever wanted to hear Olivia car karaoke to some classic ganja jams or are curious to hear about our first dalliances with The Herb, go hunting for the latest episode of The Cooler wherever you get your podcasts. No treasure map required. Emmanuel, thank you so much for joining me on this strange journey. I'll be the Thelma to your Louise any old time. Aw. Stay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Happy 420. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest, and I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. <laughs>